Lord, I surrender my entire being to you. Now I'm going to watch what you do. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today we have part two of Charles Stanley's message about trusting God for what seems impossible in our lives. Here's Dr. Stanley. And what happens oftentimes, people say, oh, what in the world am I going to do? What I'm going to do is calculation. God, what are you going to do? That's trust. Now, I want you to get that down. What is the natural question people ask? Lord, what's the question? What am I going to do? Wrong question. The right question is, Lord, what are you going to do? If you'll just remember that, the next time you hit one of those tough spots, don't react and respond naturally. The natural response is, Lord, what am I going to do? The right response is, God, what are you going to do? The first response is the response that is, listen, that's a limited response. What am I going to do? Very limited. What's he going to do? Absolutely unlimited. He blows all the sides out of limitation because there's no such thing as anything being impossible with God. Now, the third thing I want you to notice here is this, and that is that Jesus will often surprise us by the way he turns our impossible situations into things that are possible. Sometimes he's very surprising, and he's surprising in lots of ways. And when you think about uh, what... Uh, Andrew said here, he, Andrew was scouting around, and he found uh, five loaves and two fishes, this little boy, and everybody, nobody else seemed to have any food at all. And so we have five loaves and two fish, and we still have all these people out there. And so what did we learn here? What did God do with that little lad? He turned a little lad whose name we do not know, who was rather insignificant among all the people out there. There must have been 5,000 men, some of them probably uh, prominent people who were searching to seek if this really is the Messiah. Whoever's out there, what does he do? He uses a little lad who has five loaves and two fish. Don't be surprised. Watch. Don't underestimate who God will use in your life when your back's to the wall and you need somebody. Don't underestimate who he'll choose. Now, all of us, when we get in a situation, we want our friends to come to us and surround us, and we want our friends to love us and to be sympathetic. You know, it may be that God may use somebody you don't even like. You may not even like them. What you have to decide is this. Am I going to do it God's way or am I going to do it my way? If I could only have time to tell you how often I have seen people who insisted on doing it their way, they're going to have their way. They're going to do it their way no matter what. And what happens is I've seen people wreck their lives over and over and over again when if all they had to do is to say, Lord, here is my life. Here is what I have. And then here is omnipotence, unconditional omnipotence, Almighty God Himself, desiring the best, having planned the best. And sometimes He lets us get into those situations that seem impossible in order to bring us to the end of ourselves so that He can give us our best. Don't fight against the best with your puny little self-imposed bit of self-confidence that will never get you where God wants you. Don't underestimate who God may use in the situations and circumstances in your life. Likewise, don't underestimate what He will use. Who would have believed that five little puny barley loaves and two fish, 
almost insignificant when it comes to cost. The poorest kind of bread that they ate, five barley loaves and two fish. That's all Jesus needed. And he said, here they are, sir. Here they are, master. Here they are, teacher, prophet. Here they are. He gave them to him. What did he do with them? He turned it into the most awesome feast. The Bible says they had all that they wanted. They were filled, and when everybody got full and they were rejoicing and having a good time, best dinner they ever had. You know what? Sprinkle with the love of Jesus, and everybody had enough. What does the Scripture say? Given it shall be given to you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, jam, cram, packed full, and you won't even let him have it. And I wonder what is it that God has in store for you the moment you say to him, Lord, I want to give you my life. Whatever you want to do with me, wherever you want to send me, however you want to use me, I'm taking my hands off my life. And from this point on, I just want to see what you'll do. I can tell you this, you'll be amazed at what God will do with you. That little boy, when he came that day, he had no earthly idea of who the Lord Jesus was probably. He certainly didn't have any plans to be the one lad that God used to feed thousands of people. I wonder what he'll do in your life. And let me ask you this question. What are you willing to do to find out? What are you willing to do to find out what he's willing to do with you? Well, the principle is very clear. When you and I give it to him, something begins to happen. God can take a little and make much out of it. He can take an insignificant person, make something awesome out of it. So the next time you think about, well, who am I? Let me tell you something. Are you listening? Say amen. amen. It doesn't make any difference who else knows who you are. You know somebody who knows exactly who you are and what he's willing to do in your life if you'll just let him do it. Well, the last thing I want to mention here is this, and that is that he will use these seemingly impossible circumstances in our life to teach us, to train us, and to grow us up. If you want God's best, you must surrender yourself to him and see what he will do. And what's he going to do? He's going to show you how inadequate you are, but he's also going to manifest his faithfulness. That is, has there ever been a situation or a circumstance that God was late? No. Is, is there any possibility that Jesus could not do something? No. Is there any possibility that he has not heard you? No, unless you're just living in sin, he's turned a deaf ear to you. Is there anything that you and I could come up with that he cannot do? There's nothing impossible with God. And the thing that you look at today that you think, God, how in the world are you going to do this? He takes great delight in demonstrating how he will. It's interesting, this morning I woke up about 4 o'clock, and um, I was just like that, and this song came to my mind that I'm sure I hadn't even thought about in 40 years. I'm sure I haven't. Out of the clear blue of unconsciousness, I woke up, and these words came to my mind. Are there any rivers that seem to be uncrossable? Are there any mountains you cannot tunnel through? The next part goes, with God, nothing is impossible. He knows a thousand ways to make a way for you. Let go and let God have his wonderful way. Let go and let God have his way. Your sorrows will vanish. Your night will turn to day if you let go and let God have his way. I hadn't thought about it in years. I thought, what an absolutely 
perfect chorus for this message. Are there any rivers that you can't cross? Impossible. Mountains you can't tunnel through? Looks impossible. God specializes in things that seem impossible. He knows a thousand ways to make a way for you. And I wonder what you're facing. You've been trying to figure it out? Just give up. You say, well, isn't giving up weakness? Giving up is not weakness, it's wisdom. When you're giving up to God, not weakness, but wisdom, because then what you do, you allow the invasion of the Spirit of the living God to take your circumstances and absolutely change them for your benefit. And I want to encourage you, if you're one of those persons who's never been saved, you're not a Christian, and all this seems just to be so difficult for you, it takes simple childlike faith to place your trust in Him and watch what He does in your life. And maybe you're one of those persons who's been struggling with who you are, what you're going to do with your life, where you're headed, and what God could do with your life. And you say, well, I'm this age, or I'm that age, or this educated, that educated, all of these things. None of that's important. The issue is, Lord, I surrender my entire being to you. Now I'm going to watch what you do. And one thing for certain, listen, He'll do the best thing that a sovereign, omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent, all-loving, unconditional, loving God will do in your life if you'll let him. That was Dr. Charles Stanley, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Charles Stanley, When Things Seem Impossible. You can find out more information about him at his website, which is intouch.org. Hope you have an amazing day, and I'll see you again tomorrow. Thank you.